Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the PJ Podcast. Hope you're having a good one. My brain is more cooked than usual. Usually, you know, on a good day, I don't make sense. Um, But the last couple of weeks, uh, she's been a rough one for the old brain um, with, well, I've just gone 39 weeks pregnant and also I had COVID, which wasn't too bad, but just the fatigue lingered and that bloody brain fog. Honestly, like at the pointy end of pregnancy, yeah, I've I've not been making much sense. So apologies in advance. I'm going to get on to this week's chat because I love this girl. I've wanted to get her on the show for quite some time. Um, her name is Tegan Yorath and no doubt you'll know her from the My FM Breakfast Radio Show. Uh, she's always also been on TV on Celebrity Treasure Island here in New Zealand and 60 Seconds. She featured on that she is a bright, shining star. I just love her attitude. She's in her mid-twenties, absolutely killing it. And um, yeah, I really hope you enjoy the chat this week. Don't forget um, to leave a review and subscribe if you haven't done so, because literally things like that like just help the podcast. They really do. So I would really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, if you haven't given the PJ Podcast a little follow on Instagram, do that too. You don't have to, but... Be nice, wouldn't it? Slide into my DMs. Um, all right, let's get into this week's episode. Hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you on the other side. Hi, I feel like I know you, but like I don't know you, and this is really weird. It's like kind of strange that this is the first time. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say the same thing. It's literally like I know everything about you, but like don't actually haven't actually met you. Yeah, how's it going? it's good it's good it's been it's been busy but it's nice I think I'm hitting that you know when you have heaps of stuff happen all at once and then it's just on a bit of a lull so I'm just kind of making the most of how chill it is right now but yeah no it's good yeah coming off the back of a fight um yeah must be pretty crazy let's talk about that um okay what was the biggest thing you learned about yourself during that whole experience um, this is going to sound super corny, but that I can do anything I put my mind to, like, you know, like that I actually can give yeah. anything a go. Yeah. I think, I mean, I definitely put, put a lot of, you know, time in the gym, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't something I did. I didn't just do like a random eight week camp. I was training for, I, I like, I was doing it, you know, learning for like six months. So like it was six, seven, eight months. So it was a long time of me just like, just trying to get a little bit more comfortable every single week. But yeah, I think it was just that like. Fuck, like I've, I've never been much of a sporty girl. Like I've never been very really? sporty. Love, love, like love the gym, love the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm super unco, like real Gumby. <laughs> so I think it was even more intimidating in that sense. But that the fact that I've actually managed to teach myself coordination, I'm like, oh, yay. So I think that's probably the, the big thing I've learned about myself. Did you have any moments where you're like, fuck it, I want to give up. This is too hard. Oh, so many. Yeah, so many. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think the first one was after the first um, sparring session I did. You go to like a gym, you don't know anyone, and you have to just 
have some rounds with girls for like an hour mm-hmm. and that and to be fair every girl I was like oh this is my first time and they were amazing but you just get a hiding and yeah. I remember being so anxious beforehand like crying being like I can't do this I can't do this did it and then afterward I remember the first girl that was like punching me in the head I look at my coach and I was like I'm I'm gonna cry and he's like you're okay I was like I'm gonna cry <laughs> it's like you're fine you're fine people don't but, um, realize yeah. how actually freaking terrifying it is it's so confronting, so confronting. Yeah. And I so that was a moment where I was like, shit, that was probably my first one. But um, I had, yeah, a lot, a lot down the track. And how did you find like that um, impacted your work life whilst you were doing it? Because obviously that all of a sudden becomes like the main priority that kind of yeah. comes to the forefront. Did you find that you were actually, you enjoyed work a little bit more in a way because it kind of becomes... I don't know. I, yep. I I sometimes find that if I've got something else to focus on, that seems really hard, and then it makes everything else seem quite easy. It makes work so easy. Yeah. I felt like I was I was I felt because I had such a like strict routine for so long. Yeah, I I loved it. I loved it. The only thing was I was getting really like tired because I would train like two hours every night and then go to work. And I was just like, oh, like a little bit zombie by the end. But yeah. no, I'm, I I definitely agree with you. I felt like it was kind of, I thought my job was hard. And then I was like, it's actually not. <laughs> it puts everything in perspective. Yeah, hard. Um, I saw that your mom was a massive supporter. How important oh. is she? Just in general, is she like your cheerleader in life? Yeah. Mom, mom's oh. like my best mate. We're very similar. Like, I think I'm kind of like a carbon copy of her. And so we've, <laughs> we've always got along so, so well, but with the, especially with the fight and she was really proud of me that I was just, both my parents were, that I was just giving this a go and going real hard. But the, my dad couldn't make it to the fight. So it was just my mum there and like, um, you know, friends and, and my partner's mum and stuff, which was cool. Yeah. But so it was, she was just even more emotional being there. And like, I, they got this beautiful photo of me walking out and I'm like holding my mum's hand just before I go in the ring. And I was like, oh my God. And then afterward, oh. I'm like crying. And my mates with this video and we're crying like together, but she's like, I'm just so proud that you were able to do this. So I was like, thank you. But now nah, she's, she's the best. She's always been one of those people that just is like, fuck it, give it a go. Yeah. Like, yeah, always give it a go. So, And I is she like that with your, you know, with your work as well on air and like, yeah. is she always messaging you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, her and dad have always been so like, just, um, they, they never put any like doubt in my mind, I would say, you know how people get mm-hmm. like self doubt. They've uh-huh. always been someone that's just like, just try your best. And as long as you've given a hundred, like what, like no one's going to give you shit for giving yeah. it a go you yeah. know and so I think that's always been something I've tried to carry with me but yeah they're they're definitely cheerleaders they're fucking on I love my parents <laughs> how much has self-doubt crept in over the years because you have obviously like killed it over the last few years and I think Thank you. S- sometimes people can look at you know you and it and the role you were at, are in and they're like Oh man, she must be so confident like there must be like no self-doubt there <laughs> she's killing yeah. it What's the, what's the reality? Oh God, I feel like the the more and more you do, and I feel like you'll know this too. Like that, I think it's like the more self doubt you get because yes. with new level, new levels, new devils. That's what we always say. Oh, I like, like that. Yeah, me and the boys always say new levels, new devils, and mm. I feel like it's kind of this whole thing of you. There's something that you lack in confidence in, but you start to get your self belief, and then you start nailing it. But then there's a new challenge. I don't think that you'll ever fully. On top of everything, I think that's what I found. So there's always self-doubt for just the new thing. So like yes. whatever I was dealing with last year, I'm sweet with now, but this year I've had so many more challenges. So yeah, I, I don't think it ever leaves. I think, I don't think, yeah, I don't know. No. I feel like I'm more confident over the years, shit, but oh, nah. I so love that. I was talking to a guest the other day and we were talking about like how life is like a video game, right? And so you go through the levels and you're like, yeah, you get cocky, you're like, sweet, yeah. fuck yeah. And then you're onto the next level and you have to freaking start again and like yeah. your points are cleared and it's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> have, you played, um, have you ever played Mario Kart? Oh, like back in the day? I but, just, I remember on my Nintendo, it's yeah. like, the Mario Kart, you think you you you're fight, you're racing at fifty cc or something, and you yeah. think you're the man, and yes. then you go up to hundred cc, and you're like, oh my god, I thought I was really good, but I'm not. That's what my life is <laughs> yes. like. Yes, <laughs> it's constantly humbling you, eh? Yeah. So what yeah. are your what are your things you're working on at the moment? What are things that plague your brain? Um, 
Oh. Honest, oh. safe space. Okay, okay. What are it's always hard though when in? it's when it's in the moment. Yeah, I think I think the the thing I struggle with is acknowledging what I've already achieved. Yeah, like I always once I've done something, I'm like, okay, fuck, what's the next thing? Mm. And I think I'm never quite. I never let myself be satisfied, and I so I'm trying to work on that and actually having those moments where I just stop and smell the roses, be a little bit more present rather than always trying to look ahead. You know, it's like when you um. The more money you earn, the more things you want to buy or, or like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to compare it to other things like that. But I just never feel. It's dumb. like there's this constant, like, what's the point of actually doing well if you can't actually appreciate yeah. it, right? I feel like I'm just like always so hungry for stuff that um, it's a real, it's really easy to like lose myself a little bit and, and, and not, and just be on autopilot and just go to the next thing and next thing. And I wonder why I'm run down because <laughs> I'm trying to do like yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, that's, I think that's what I'm learning, like learning that I only have a certain capacity. I've got limits and yeah. like keeping boundaries up and stuff like that. And, and um, I think you learn in this industry and I know you'll know it too. You can't trust everyone and not everyone's got your best interests at heart. Like mm. they just want to clip the ticket on this or, mm. or, or use you for that. So I think it's just, yeah, keeping my boundaries up and just knowing that I don't have to say yes to everything. I'm allowed to just be a human and just chill out sometimes well like you're still so young like have you felt like you've had to prematurely grow up to do breakfast radio yeah I have and fortunately I think that was the toughest part at the start was I was you know I don't I don't think I part of me goes I don't think I was ready at the time to do it but I I I love that I've been able to learn along the way Mm. because it's kind of shaped me of thrown into the deep end yeah, yeah, shaped me um, into the person I am now. But the yeah, I had to grow up real fast, and I was dealing with stuff and still trying to find myself while I'm like on air, and that that was tough. But now I think I'm at a space where I'm like, no, I, I'm don't give a fuck now. I'm just like, oh, whatever. This what you see is what you get. This yeah. is me now. Yeah, did I'm, you I don't feel worry like, too much about what people think. Did you feel like you kind of had to fake it to yeah. make it? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta have my shit together. I'm here <laughs> on the radio talking. Yeah, you know I've got to always be on. Yeah, literally. And I felt, and I think also it's not even just being like young myself, but there was no one in the in sort of at work that was my age either. Wow. And I just felt so out of place as well. So like I don't think anyone really understood where I was coming from. So that was tough. But now I feel like I'm like I know my shit. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still learning. <laughs> what was Tegan like at school? Did Tegan always want to be on the radio? A little bit, yeah. But real real low-key. I think I just yeah. always had an interest in it. And because I like, frothed radio, frothed it. <laughs> so I was always, I think my favorite, I like when we got Mai and Manua too, that was awesome. I loved listening to um, Nixon, Nate and Lily, Nixon, Nate and Kanoa. Um, and then, and I was listening to, um, Fletch and Bourne on when they were on the edge in the afternoon. So I've always grown up with that, but yeah, I used to always be one of the callers that would call up being like, you know, telling, wanting to do a phone <laughs> with them and stuff. So that was super fun. Um, would you try and sound like really like over enthusiastic so you get mm-hmm. through <laughs> And only only the best stories too. Only the best stories. Yeah. And I used to get the prizes, and I oh, I loved it. Were you a prize but pig taken? I wasn't a prize pig, but I did get a few things did from you? like the edge and by. But like even when I was younger than that, I was the kid that entered every competition on What Now, everything on Studio Two. I would, you know, when you used to just for kids shows, you used to just draw, send your pictures, in, and then they would show them off. That was me. <laughs> So basically, I think I've always been a bit of an attention whore. So yes. I think <laughs> I hear you. But, like, I, but I'm like shy. I was always shy, but I just yeah. love the like, that uh, that whole realm. So it was cool. But I feel like when you, I've said this before too. Like when you go to uni or study radio or media, mm. they feed it to you that it's not very attainable to be on air. So like, learn something else because yeah. you're probably not going to do that. So I think I just swallowed that reality very early and was just like, okay, whatever. And I studied um, TV. That's what I majored in. I was just editing videos and stuff. That's all I did at Georgia FM. And then the whole thing sort of started to snowball. And then I ended up on air. And it was all just right place, right time. It wasn't really like the plan. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, the universe had my back. The universe was like, no, no, no. That's the that's the way you need to go. Yes. 
Yes, mm. it's so funny like that, yeah, because it does, it gets indo- indoctrinated. It's like, you'll never be on air. Yeah. It's impossible, but, like, mm-hmm. if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and obviously you were in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I'm so stoked. I'm just like, thank you, stars, <laughs> universe, whoever that higher power is, thank you. How do you keep going? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you keep that Tegan spark going when yeah. it can be pretty exhausting? Putting yourself okay. out there all the time. I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think I, I don't know any different now. So it's just, um, I think the the boys I work with are a massive drive. Like they're, I think, and you, and I keep saying this, you'll know this too. But it's like <laughs> when you, when you find the, the person, like yeah. the person that you have the best synergy with yes. and you get along with and you love working with, it's, it makes work so much easier and you, all you want to do is just make super fun radio every single day and, and you know, create some kind of community that follow you. So I, I think Jordan and Brooke are, like, massive in motivating me to just keeping to want to do better. Like, we actually like each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in between, <laughs> and, and, and in that's between actually quite yeah. rare. This is what I tell people when they don't – I don't think they get that. Like, I mean, obviously, I like, pe- no. people like people, but, like, on a deep level, you actually – enjoy being there mm. like it, they actually give you energy being there yeah. instead of sucking and your I energy. Feel like, yeah and I feel like we're genuinely on the same team and want the same things and like um because I tell people I was like some shows just get put together there's yeah, no like yeah, yeah. whereas I think like so Jordan and Brooke have been friends for like 10 years so they've known each other for years and I obviously had the rapport with Jordan before Brooke came along and Brooke even though he was on different shows, he was always probably one of my closer friends at work. So it just oh, so cool. happened that we all had kind of previous relationships. So it was really handy when we all came together. But yeah, they they just they make me laugh every day. Um, we're just really supportive of each other. So I think that's what drives me. I'm sure there's a little bit of self motivation in there too, um, just wanting to be my best all the time. And yeah. like because everyone's like, oh, you're so young. Oh. So I'm just like, I feel like there's a bit of pressure. <laughs> Do you on get me to so like, okay. sick of that? <laughs> You're like, yeah. not. I, you know what? I'll get. I'll. I'll get to a point where I won't be the young one anymore, though, and then I'll be sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so yeah. true. Um. Yeah. How hard was it shifting from obviously Nixon when Nixon moved out? That would have felt like a a big part of your life because it is. Mm-hmm. It's a massive part of your life. Yeah. And then and yeah. then it changes. Um. Was that hard to navigate, or you know, it obviously wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? But I think, like, like I was saying, it's that whole. We already had a relationship with Brooke. Yep. There was no, there was no building necessary. Yeah. Obviously, it was tough because we had no notice. It was like we found out like two days before Nixon was leaving that he was leaving, yep. which sucked. But I understand that that's the nature of radio. Sometimes we've learned that the hard way. <laughs> so ruthless. Um, oh, it's ruthless. <laughs> and then so he he's off to uh, to the edge, which is all great. I love that for him because I yep. know he's been searching for something like that. And then when they told us, like, oh, we're going to bring Brooke down and try that, we were kind of like, well, that's the natural fit, you know, Yeah, all good. And so we started it and it was just so easy. I think it was just because me and Jordan knew what we were doing and we just were like, you just press the buttons and and get used to that. Mm -hmm. And then we can all start working together. And then Brooke started to, like, open up as well and come out of his shell. And I think he's really built his character. So the now we're and we've got we've just the whole show feels so different from last year and there was nothing wrong with last year's show, but it's yeah. like, we've given it new life rather than trying to keep it exactly the same and slip someone in. Yes. Kind of adapted. adapted yes. Cause change. that can be dangerous too. When you hold on to something and you uh, try and replicate it and you're trying to relive yeah. it. And then it's like, it's not the same. Like you yeah. just kind of kind of move with it. So that's so lucky that you had mm-hmm. such a smooth. Yeah. Because I think if, if it didn't work with him, I don't know what they would have done. Or or if we just would have had to make it work. I'm not really sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, oh, God. I just had fucking COVID brain. I had so many questions. What was I going <laughs> to say? Um, oh, I love how you call out people who are dicks to you sometimes. So oh, slide into your DMs. See, I've never had the balls to do that. And I'm always like, no, I don't want to give my energy to that. But at the end of the day... It's actually quite important to put people in their place, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I look kind of learned it off um Brody Kane. Yeah, she's really? A, she's been a caller out person. And yeah. like I started getting it and I would just like simp over it being like, Oh, like I'm feel so stink. And then I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. If you're gonna message me, yeah, I'll just post your name. Yes. I don't care. 
Because, like, mm, what, it, like, what is it? I, like, what anyone says to you after that, that's not my problem. I'm just mm. telling you that's dumb. And, yeah, and now it's a lot more, less people do it. So it's like. Do you find that? Do you find that people yeah. are too scared to, to slide yeah. in? I've had, a, I've had a few. I had quite a bit of um, sort of online bullying before the fight, which was really interesting. Oh, my God. I saw you bring that up. And I was like. And it was like. What kind it of stuff are people so... saying? What, just trying to get in your head and psych you out? Like, yeah. oh, you're not ready for this. The the funniest part was, though, is like before, so pre the fight, it was all, oh, you think you're hard, you're going to take on honey, ready, ready, rah. Like, little did they know, I had so many people pull out and like I just had honey last minute and we just went, well, I'm not pulling out. Fuck yeah. it, I'm going to give it a go, even though she's tough. And so I had all these people like, oh, you're going to get knocked out. You, you're so, you're such an idiot. I had, there was someone commenting on stuff, pretending to be her coach, but it wasn't. No. It's always the news articles that are the worst. Yep. And saying, yeah, it was on an article. Yeah. Saying, um, I've been training um, her opponent and Tegan, you better get ready for um, broken bones. Like all of this, like saying like, I'm pretty much going to die. And he's like, you're absolutely fucked. And I was like, what and they and her coach reached out and was like hey like that's not me you know blah blah, blah. like um oh you know God. it's all up from here it's for charity and then i do the fight obviously doesn't go the way it was planned like honey's an absolute elite athlete and but it was an amazing experience yeah. and then the next day i had nothing but you're so brave that was amazing ready rah. so complete 180 so i was like okay, from so that person or just the general just in general so at the same people who were going, oh, uh, do you think you're hard? Then afterward it was like, oh, no, nah, fuck, that was brave. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. You cannot win. And it- no, exactly. You can't win. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, no, I like take take my hat off to you for doing that. And I probably should have done that more like <laughs> over the years. But, but it's also, you got to, like one thing when you do that, though, is then you have to prepare yourself for the, all the messages of people going, ah, oh, fuck that guy, got your back. And it's like, although that's positive, it's still overwhelming when yeah. you're just getting a lot of attention on you. So I def- definitely pick my battles sometimes. But, but like, not, yeah. do you ever get messages or do people ever come up to you and say those comments to you in person? No. I've, oh, I may, I maybe I've had like one or two experiences like that. Exactly. They're like, cowards. Oh. They're never going to do it. They're never. Yeah. They're always hiding behind their keyboards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm just like, eh. Um, how is long distance? I'm going through all the things we've got in common. <laughs> I know. Um, you know what? I think so. I think we're hitting like maybe six months or so doing it, and um, it's tough. Yeah, but I I don't mind it. I think we're both because we're both sort of equally committed and all that kind of stuff. I think it makes it a little bit easier. So we see each other like every two weeks. So it's not so bad. Like, so how did you guys meet in the first place? I slid in his DM. Fuck off, did you? Yeah, I did. So his, hey, we've got are you are you much of a like? Is that is that kind of like? Would you normally do that for me? Is yeah, it? Would, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, probably not as much since since my job. You know, like the last maybe couple years, probably not as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you're yeah, an instigator. No, yeah, I am, and, and I, I, I'm just a real. Yes. Uh, I see it. I want it. The worst thing I'm going to get is no. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, we've got a couple of mutual friends and over New Year's or even before New Year's, he was popping up in one of my friend's stories and I was like, who's that? <laughs> and they, he was like, oh, you know, that's blah, blah, blah. You should message him. He lo- he loves you. Like, and I'm like, oh, does he? So I just, but I went to follow him oh, already following me. And oh, like, so was he a fan? Yeah, he was. And then he, I followed him. And then I think one day I just like sent a flame emoji or something real embarrassing. <laughs> And and the rest is history. And yeah, like yeah, literally, yeah. we started chatting, and we just chatted nonstop. Oh, so and it was so cool. And so we obviously met up a couple of times, and then we were just like, okay, let's give this a go. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, I, he's he's really he's really cool. But yeah, the long distance is is getting to a point where it's like we have to organize so far in advance, and it feels weird always having to organize. Yes, because are you quite a stuff. spontaneous person? Oh. Uh, Sometimes, no, nah, I'm probably more organized, yeah. more of a like planner. Like even yesterday I said, oh, um, let's, I need to run some stuff by just some dates. I've got my niece's like first birthday. I'd love for you to come up for it. Mm. And he's like, oh, that'd be so cool. Um, he's like, oh, just letting you know, I've got this on my friend's thing on, on this weekend. 
was the same weekend and we were like, no, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, were trying to, we were probably going to flip a coin to see which, who goes where. But, yeah. um, so that's, that's probably the only challenging part, but I think, I think it'll be okay. Um, he's got a, he's got a son too. So it's like, that's why he stays down in Wellington. Oh, so we'll cool. figure that out. So I think uh, we won't probably end up in the same spot for a, a little while, but it's okay. I actually talked to someone at work about it the other day mm. and he says, he was like, oh yeah, me and my missus, um, does long distance for a couple years and he's like how are you finding it I was like yeah it's all good and he goes honestly I loved it he goes she was I was in Christchurch she was in Auckland you get to be independent yeah and he was like I saw her every two weeks and and he goes and the best part was every weekend that we saw each other was like a highlight reel and I was like yes so sweet and now I'm like okay that's cool I even said to my boyfriend I was like if we lived in the same city (laughs) what if it was exciting Like, and also, would we we probably wouldn't even see each other that much because we're so busy. So it's kind of like, yeah, I, I enjoy it and I know it'll be worth it. He's definitely worth it. And he, I always Aww. say to him, I'm like, the emotional support he gives me is priceless. So I don't care how many times I have to fly down to Wellington. Yeah. Hey. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. He's on. Yeah, well, like, how how big has that been for your role on the radio? Have you found having oh, that kind of rock amazing make I you had, feel a bit more? Yeah, it's like it's like I feel like I can just be myself more. Yes, yes. And there's something about like so I used to I've dated someone before and like God, if I said one little wrong thing on the radio. It was just like, you know, the be all and end all. And and if I mentioned him slightly out of context, he was mad at me and just all this stuff. Whereas bloody Tainer doesn't give a shit <laughs> if I talk about him. He thinks it's funny. Like he came on air this morning to talk about something he said to me and we all laughed about it. And he just thinks it's awesome. He's very supportive. Mm. Whereas And I've not really had that before. So it's so cool that he's so supportive of it and just everything about it. He's just accepting of me and everything, you know? Yes. There's no conditions to it. No, 100%. Like it's such a game changer when the person just understands that's your job, like that's your role. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, sometimes you say things which, you know, it's it's entertainment. Like, you know, and as long as they can appreciate that far out, it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. No, he's Oh, yeah, I could literally talk about him all day. I'm just like, oh, Oh, I'm in love. I'm in love. So happy for you, Tiggs, because, like, you. Uh, it's it's weird kind of navigating that dating thing when you're on the, the radio and trying to work out, like, is this person actually into me for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do they mm-hmm. actually like me or do they just like my? <laughs> like, yeah, and, and that was weird. And I, I love it because he's just so, like, he's a builder. Like, he's just so normal yes. and, like, um, but I anti-media think, um, in a way. Yeah. Not anti-media, so, but, like, not in media. And I think previous to that, I thought, oh, the only person who will understand my life is like if I dated a rugby player or something, like, which is so, which is dumb. And it's like, it's such a toxic, like, way to go, go about it. But it just, all of a sudden I was talking to someone normal who like, wasn't putting me on a pedestal, but also like, wasn't thinking down on me. Cause I feel like some people, when you meet someone in our kind of space, Mm-hmm. sometimes it's like it almost feels like a competition of who's alpha mm-hmm. but this guy is just yeah so accepting and so normal and I think he keeps me super grounded which has been really helpful for 
just it just me as a person I think. I'm so happy for you like I, I literally like see like when you're leaving like the airport and I'm like oh I remember oh, that I, know. <laughs> I remember that feeling and I just would be like it'll yeah. get easier but it's so and worth it yeah and I I see and like I see people like you who who have made it work and like you know it's worked in the end and and even like my parents obviously I'm from a military family so I've seen my dad go away for months at a time like oh. and so I've, I've seen it work the long distance so I think that's why I wasn't too I didn't shy away from it I was like no if I I, I can make it work like if I I can see my parents do it all the time then obviously this is this will be nothing like we mm. see each other I think every 12 days I've worked shit it that's pretty that's, good yeah that's the longest we're really apart so I'm like oh that's fine yeah um something else which you opened up about it was I think it was during pandemic was it 2020 and um you opened up about mental health issues that were going on behind closed doors and um no doubt that was probably a massive part of your sort of broadcasting yeah um life because you know like like you and I we probably like quite high and um upbeat and people don't really see the other side of you and yeah so how important was that for you to open up about some of the harder things that were going on behind closed doors oh it, it was massive uh, that was definitely probably the first moment <laughs> that was um, such a shit way of asking <laughs> no <laughs> uh, like but i knew i knew what you're saying there. <laughs> <Took me 10 laughs> <years. laughs> like, i feel like um like you say like uh, both just bag of beans like I'm yeah. honestly a bag of beans like all the time mm. and then and that was the first time I sort of pulled the curtain back on on me on air and I think I just I felt that I it almost felt like oh I, this is gonna sound a bit self-righteous but like felt like my duty like I just yeah. felt like I was going through this and, and maybe if if I talked about it um and was open I would feel a little less pressure to be a bag of beans all the time mm. but also um that whole like how helpful it is when I see when I hear other people talk about their stuff like it's so helpful for me so maybe if I talk about it, it might be helpful for so for someone else yeah and I, and like fuck I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be a hero like that definitely wasn't really it but it was it that was the response it got and and I was really scared to talk about it but then I got nothing but love and I was just like oh and it was just like a weight off my shoulders and then I it was one of those things it was like a reset felt like I could just be myself again and yeah. it was really cool and then it's it's really cool because it means that it just opened the corridor for me all the time. Mm. And so it was always like, oh, you know, you could say things like, oh, I went and saw, like even on air, oh, I went and saw my therapist and blah, blah, blah. And it's like not weird. Yes. It's more normal because people were aware that that's something you've dealt with. And yeah, I, I, I think it was the best thing I could have done at that time. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful I did it then. And if it didn't happen then, it probably would have happened a little later on, you know, like I yeah. don't think. I would there's ever a situation where I wouldn't have talked about it did yeah. you had you sort of opened up with close mates at the time yeah about like it? a little bit and especially because lockdown like I was in a flat so they were aware and and my parents were aware and um the boys at work were aware so it yeah. was kind of like and I know it was getting tougher then like you know it's always tough when you're one trying to work with someone and support someone who's going through a lot and you don't really know how to how to help them but it was just I just told them I was like if I'm here I'm good so yeah. just don't ask me <laughs> if yeah. I'm all good just yeah. like if I'm at work I'm sweet um but they they were incredible and I I owe them like I owe Jordan and Nixon a lot and in, in terms of like how they helped me through those times mm. and even last year um my producer Mark as well like Mark Peart oh I God. love Mark yeah he's my he's my work dad oh he's dad. the best yeah, so I think they were just such awesome, like, rocks. And it was awesome, like, because I didn't really have my dad. My dad was away both times, like, through mm. COVID. First time he was in um, he was in the Middle East on a deployment. And oh, last year he wow. was, how about this? It was like a, you know, when COVID happened, Auckland got locked. Yes. Like, so my dad was working in, in um, the Mount and he couldn't come back. So he was just stuck in the Mount for months like couldn't come back to Auckland. So it was like I both times I didn't have like my dad. So I but I had all these like male figures that were super supportive. Mm. Which is weird because it's usually not the dudes that are like doing the are you okay? You know, want to talk yeah. about your feelings. But the, but they were and they were there <laughs> and they, they were, were rocks. 
yeah so it was like I may not have had my dad but I had all these other people that had my back so it was awesome yeah and like do you reckon that kind of made it all the more real for you as well when you kind of actually spoke out about it it almost brought legitimacy to your situation Mm -hmm. and it kind of made you be like oh this hasn't actually all been in my head like this has been fucking tough (laughs) yeah I think you have to like admit it to yourself and like you say, it's like it becomes real as soon as you say it out loud. Mm. And and when people go, oh, I went through that, you're like, oh, it's not just me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the only one that's just super depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's super normal, and it doesn't matter what um what you do or or like every every person in context to their life are going through something. And I think the I you it's easy to get stuck in that hole, like oh. But that person probably has it way worse off. So you kind of invalidate your own feelings and what you're going through. So it was really nice to just, yeah, have it confirmed and be like, no, no, it's okay. Like your feelings are valid always because everything is in context to you. To your own situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone might be doing it harder. Yeah. But I like, I don't know. But that's that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. Had you, had you actually sought help at that point? I like yeah I think it was pretty fresh and I that was the first time I'd gone to I talked to a couple of like you know counselors and stuff yeah and and I had actually gone to the doctor and said um I think I would like to try like a even like medication or something Mm. first time around didn't like it um and got off it pretty quickly but um last year I went back on it and it was the best thing I did it just mellowed me out and it's been really nice, a really helpful um, tool and kind of just balancing my emotions. And I know it's not like a forever thing, but it was yeah. definitely like a temporary means to an end. Well, coping mechanism, um, right? Yeah, 100%. Just to and stay I think afloat. I, yeah, that second time around, I definitely committed to it more and was like, nah, I don't definitely don't, I don't want to be going like this. I would rather be going like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to having like the big highs and massive lows. I just wanted to keep it a bit more neutral and then that helped. Do you find that your show, like, because you're literally your job is like, ha, like high, (laughs) high energy, (laughs) lots of lows, um, you know, like it's, it's, it's probably not normal (laughs) compared to other people's jobs, which is probably a little bit more like neutral. You're kind of like laughing and, and getting this high adrenaline. Do you find that that makes you come down a bit afterwards? Yes, I used to be super extroverted. And like when I first started the job, I was like, oh, like I used to feel like lonely in the day because like all my friends are working and I wasn't. <laughs> now it's like it's the best because I think I need to recharge. Yes. So I, I actually love being at home by myself because I get so much social interaction in the morning and, and I get so much out that it's actually really nice being on my own for the rest of the day, just doing admin and just being a bit more like, reserved and and neutral I think mm. I and and I have days where I just go oh I don't feel like Humaning. doing this yeah I don't feel like doing the small talky thing I don't really feel like doing this whereas I used to just be like yep 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 he has <laughs> yeah 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 well about yeah. like because you were talking about boundaries earlier how do you ensure that you are putting down sufficient boundaries like I do you have rules yeah I have rules and I'm like if I'm, if I feel tired, like, it's just like, don't force yourself to go somewhere. Yeah. If you have like, if I have any thought, like, oh, I don't really feel like doing that. I just won't do it now. Mm. Like you don't actually have to like push yourself to do stuff. I think generally you should want to do something if you're going to do it. And like, just even little things, like I'll be with my um, boyfriend and boyfriend. We, we'll have like, <laughs> my, <boyfriend, laughs> my partner <laughs> and it will go, um, like what did we do oh there was one time we had to go do a family thing and then a friend thing and so it was a lot of social interaction and then he'd be like what do you want to do tomorrow I'm like nothing just want to mellow out like yeah. I've done it I've done too much for this today's and he's just like okay cool so it's just knowing when I've done too much and like just to chill out when did you learn that oh only this year <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while I reckon because yeah. you yeah, it can be really addictive to just keep going and, and pleasing mm-hmm. everyone. I assume you're probably a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, like, even the boys that work with that, I'm like, oh, I've got to do this and this. And they're like, why? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, funny. So what is... What are what are what are Tegan's? <laughs> I don't know why I go into third person when I ask like more serious <laughs> questions. But <laughs> what are Tegan's long term goals? 
long-term goals. Yeah. Oh, actually, do you know what? I wrote these down with my boyfriend the other day. <laughs> my friend. We wrote, we wrote down like um, long-term, short-term goals. Yeah. So my long-terms, um, <laughs> meet up with a financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> I rate that. Yeah. So I just, I need to, I think I'm, I'm good with my money. But mm. I just want to know how to be better or maybe mm-hmm. have like a, a goal in mind, uh-huh. like whether that's buy a house or whatever it might be, yep. just to have a plan and know how much I need to save every week, like that kind of stuff. I've, I've got, oh, cull fake ass bitches. Keep <laughs> the boundaries up. <laughs> hey, so back on the boundaries. So yep. is that like a, um, quality over quantity? Ensuring yes. that you get the and good people like, that you trust. Yeah. Yeah, and knowing um, who deserves my energy. Yes, you know, and, the, and not and not going out of my way for someone who maybe wouldn't do the same back. I'm I'm definitely not. I wasn't thinking of anyone in mind when I wrote <laughs> that. It was just more like I don't need a, like a bunch of like ten percent friendships. No, hundred percent. And I think that becomes yeah. more and more important as you get older. You realize, yeah, yeah. and like there are literally energy vampires. I think Mm -hmm. that you can spend time with people and you don't realise they actually suck your energy and Mm. you leave a situation feeling worse off than when you went in. And I think that's just no good. I love the whole, uh, like, realising that maybe there's a friend you only see every couple of months, but, like, every time you see each other, it's fine. I I think that's, when I've realised that, I'm like, oh, I don't actually have to, like, have a, like, a calendar thing of when I see which friend. It's just, like, when you're able to meet up, yeah. able to meet up and it's cool. Like I reckon my be- best friends are like that. Like yeah. have consistently been like that over the years. You could not see each other for months and it's fine. Yeah. And you don't take it personally. Yeah. And it's it's sweet. So one, now, now that I've learned that, I'm like a lot better off for it. Okay, what oh, else? It educates uh, myself health and fitness wise. So I think I just want to know more about food, putting into my body. Um, I think I stay fit, but like if I went to the gym, mm. unless I had a trainer there, I probably wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? I kind of, yep. I need to go into like a class. Like I have trainers and PTs and stuff, but I just want to have a bit of, be a bit more self, self-sufficient. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know what you mean. I, I yeah. feel absolutely useless if I go to the gym and I don't have a PT. I just, yep. I'm, I'm aimless. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, just go know. on the, the treadmill. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think if I learn more about food, I, yeah. I think, because I'm really shit with eating, Um, not so much like eating bad. I just don't know what different foods, what effects they have on my body and stuff like that. So I just want to learn more. That's that a good one, Tags. Like yeah, that. I thought so. Yeah. You know, because I'm just like, I just want to be a healthy person for a while. My mum is so fit. And she looks incredible for her age yeah. because she's always kept on top of that stuff. So I'm just like, I need to kind of emulate her a little bit more and um, do more of that. Like my mum is ripped, like is she? biceps, and she's so fit she can run circles around oh me. My gosh. And I just think it's it's incredible, and I love that for her. But I'm like, I need more of that. Don't like, they say it's like, oh no, actually, fuck, I'm always so bad at quotes. Is it the one percent or the ten percent? If you if you work on the one or the ten percent. Every day. Oh, I can't help oh you that was really inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the one. Anyway, like small, tiny, small little changes essentially every yeah. day. You know, that's yeah. what's going to see you better in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, I've got safe house deposit. Yeah, good. Okay. Hey, and well, then- that's actually, you're probably, you're probably in luck because aren't, aren't house prices going down? Yes, so apparently it's a good time to buy. So I'm like, oh, trying to get my ducks in a row for the next year. <laughs> yes. And then the last one is just go on a trip. I've not done a OE in any sense because I went straight from school, uni, work, yeah, and then COVID. Yeah. So I've just been chilling, but like I'm not definitely don't want to do like a big OE, but I think I deserve. Like, is that I mean, going to be with the boyfriend? If he wants to come, but he's also like, <laughs> if you need to just go do an OE on your own, like. Go for it. Oh. He's so chill. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Are you going to do that this year or next year? Nah, I think I'll work on maybe next year, like talk to work about it and say like, if even if it's just a couple of weeks somewhere, like, because you know how hard it is to get leave with radio surveys and stuff. Yes. So if we can sort of work something out, I think it'd be really beneficial for me, like it, just as a person, get some life experience, just go see some stuff. Even if I just went to Bali for a couple of weeks, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Eat, pray, love. Go eat, pray, um, love and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think I need to do that at some point. So over the next couple of years, I have to make a point to do that. 
good yeah. on you. So those are my goals. Those are my long-term goals. They're good. And, hey. and, and Yeah, real good. And in terms of career, just keep chugging away with radio. And Yeah. I think I would love to know that um, – my FM, if we could get some more, I'd love to get another frequency somewhere in New Zealand. I, I think that would be a massive goal for um, the team. Yeah. I, I, as far as like me personally, career wise, I I don't know. I'm really happy where I'm at, but I'd love to do some more like TV stuff if I can, like mm. just dabble in a few different things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love just, I just want to do my best every single day at work. That's kind of all my, Aww. all I really want to do. Yeah. Oh, hopefully get another contract. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I love the stress. Oh, you will yeah. be absolutely sweet. Hope so. <laughs> oh, funny. No, that's that's so cool to hear, Tiggs. I mean, I again, like, I've never met you before, but I just feel like I know you, and um, <laughs> feel like your little sister or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, I know that doing breakfast radio, it's freaking tiring and this is probably precious time where you probably want to get a nap in. So I will let you go, but, um, but it's been awesome to catch up. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. Likewise. And, um, I'm really fucking awkward at wrapping things up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. No. I have to read off a script being like, okay, um, thank you, PJ. Uh, (laughs) Goodbye. Have you got much on for the rest of the day? Uh, nah, I'm actually chilling, I think. Yeah. Probably just cook dinner later. Yeah. But that's it. Are you a good cook? No, God, no, I'm shit. But that, so that's kind of another thing with the health thing. Yeah, the, the food. I want to learn how to cook and mm. like, because I was on a meal plan for God knows how long with this fight, just trying to keep at the same weight. And yeah. How did you and go now, that? Oh, I loved it. I liked it at the start and then I got over it. Because you just eat the same things? Yeah, like pretty much. Chicken like and broccoli. Meat, meat, rice, veggies. Yeah. And I was just like, Ugh. But now it. I'm like, I even cooked a steak the other night, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm just loving it. Yeah. What? Well, could so you shit. not have? A, could you not have a steak in your meal plan? I probably could, but I just got meals for like most days, oh, so yeah. there was I didn't need to cook. There was yeah. no point. Otherwise, I would have been wasting food. So I just was like, okay. But I'm trying to get in on a I don't know hot girl summer. Oh. Not well, not a hot. Oh my girl god, summer are we like in that. spring yet? Oh, no, we're not. Yeah, I don't think oh, we've got time. A, a hot couple summer, oh. not a hot girl summer. Oh, you're yeah. so in love. Look <laughs> at you. <laughs> Wait, it's actually like sometimes it's low key embarrassing. I'm just like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I just like love him so much. And everyone's like, oh, like, what couple summer? I've never heard that. Well, he's like, he's like, I want to get some abs. I want to get some abs for summer. I'm like, sweet. I'll try tone up for summer. That's Isn't he like going. a CrossFit dude? Yeah, he's CrossFit king. But not he's, not he's kind of talking. chilled out a bit, but he's got a, I think he's doing Nats end of the year. So. Wants to do nationals, so he's gonna go hard again. I like. I kind of want to try CrossFit just so. I yeah, I've always been really intimidated by it, but I also find it appealing in the sense that it would be cool to do a challenge and yes. like really see what your body can do, like yeah. especially after I, boxing and I stuff. Think, yeah, and I think that it's weird how as you get older, like for me, that aesthetic of that toned, muscly girl, I like that. Yes. Now, strong is hot, yeah. right? I like strong. Like I don't, I don't want to be skinny. I used to be skinny, and I, I think Not that happy. was probably when I was re- real sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Now I got a little bit more cushion for the pushing, and I'm way better. Yeah, I love a cu- bit of cushion for the push. Um, yeah. uh, okay, I'm gonna end on something inspiring. So okay. you meet eighteen year old Tegan. She's feeling lost. She's come to your doorstep she's like give me some advice what do you tell her oh shit <laughs> i say hey mate you gotta risk it to get the biscuit okay mm. you gotta step out of that comfort zone because it's a you get you you're uncomfortable before you get comfortable and you just need to try every single little thing and go hard at it because no one's ever gonna say that you suck everyone's gonna say you're the man for giving it a go yes there we go boom That's what right I there yeah Fuck. I, but I had to do that 18 though. Shit. Did you? I, yeah, I was I was living in Palmy and I just went, I'm moving to Auckland to go to uni. Didn't know anyone going. I just, I didn't know anybody when I moved there. And I just, I got into the halls and my dad was like, do you need me to stick around? I was like, nah, I need to go make friends. Wow. So you've always and been pretty ballsy. Not really. It was just something <laughs> happened when I was 18. And I was like, I need to go chase my career or some shit. I don't know. 
I think I'm, I I think I'm like the main character. I think that's why. <laughs> that's good. That's what you want to be. You want to be the main character of your life, right? Yeah. Well, true. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Oh well. On that inspiring note, we'll wrap up. But um, thank you so much for joining me, Tags. No, thank you so much for having me. And um, have a great afternoon. And I can't wait to see where you're headed with everything, with the boyfriend, with the career, with the cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'll stop posting, like, cooking with Teague. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much, Teague. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Um, Take care of yourself. And I can't wait to see um, when you, yeah, (laughs) give birth. Or you want to see like extra footage? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> see you later. Right, see ya. Bye. There we have it. My chat with my brand new bestie, <coughs> Tegan Yorith. Did I play cool? I don't think I did. I when I came in, I was like, you feel like a little sister. I think that was too strong. Um, <laughs> anyway, such a cool down-to-earth chick. If you don't follow her already, um, oh, God, I'm already on their page, uh, My Morning Crew. You can follow uh, the My Morning Crew, which, of course, she's part of, the radio show, uh, one of the best shows, in my opinion, uh, in New Zealand. Very, very funny, very cool videos. Um, and if you want to follow her personally, Tegan Yorith, Y-O-R-W-A-R-T-H, on Instagram, go give her a little little follow. Lovely girl. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, review, do all of that. I will love you forever um, if you haven't done so already with the PJ Podcast, wherever you listen. And uh, I might see you next week. I'm literally due to pop any day, so wish me luck. Have a good rest of your week, and I'll see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.